Uh, I want you to go back to the year, I believe it was 2011. I'm in seventh grade, and this movie has just come out on DVD. Now, in 2011, uh, my mom was the proud owner of a minivan. And not just any minivan, because this minivan had an included, like, DVD player for the back couple of rows. So every time we went on a road trip, uh, it was just movies all day. Uh, and as such, very exciting for young me. Um, in particular, I think this trip was, I don't know, like in the fall, and we were going to spend uh, a couple days at Great Wolf Lodge, which is an indoor water park in uh, the Missouri side of Kansas City, Missouri. My Midwestern has Oh, I'm now. so sorry. Uh, no, it's great because it's a wolf-themed indoor water park, and it is the greatest attraction for miles around. Now, the thing about indoor water parks is that they're not the most sanitary things in the world. And so uh, it's like Sunday morning. Uh, we get up after a day and a half of playing in the water, and uh, I'm not feeling so good. Maybe I swallowed too much of that pool water, but uh, I have just the worst case of COVID. GI diarrhea <laughs> throwing up. I'm just... I'm firing at all cylinders and out all holes. Oh, no. It's not a very good All holes, so, man? <laughs> yeah, so I bleed myself dry. There's you're just like a ship. Bleed. You're just like a ship. You're uh, you're spraying out like the, what do you call that, ballast water? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sweating. I just brush my teeth to get the vomit smell out. And I, I get into the car, uh, pathetic, mewling. And uh, my mom says, hey, Andy, we got a new movie that we didn't try on the way out. You want to watch it? And uh, guess what movie it was? Shrek 2. Joseph and the Amazing uh, Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Ratatouille? It was Megamind. Oh. <laughs> ah, that, oh, duh, that makes uh, sense. That makes so much sense. Oh, Andy, <laughs> how do we not pick up on that? I know. Was that the first time you'd ever seen Megamind? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember the first time I saw Megamind, but I'm pretty sure I saw it either when it came out or like around the time it came out on dvd one of those like close to the initial release of the film ben was there the first time i watched it when did when was that ben was ben was there you know in his tidy whities with the hearthstone laptop on his chest laying on his back i was in texas <laughs> ben was playing hearthstone you know mm -hmm. laying on his bed i was like he's like you gotta watch megamind and i'm like I guess I'll watch Megamind, and I did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, I watching it today. I like. I think I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, we're getting we're getting to the ratings already. Yeah, hold on. Oh god, hold maybe on. I should. Okay, well hold but on. But I mean, I I think we can all agree. I think we're all going to come to the same consensus. Hold on. on this I, I gotta I, I gotta take a piss. Yeah. Okay. We just uh, fucking started. Classic dude. boy piss. <laughs> Ben, if someone told you they were a bilf and refused to explain what that <laughs> a meant, bilf? what would you think it meant? <laughs> That's a great question. I think a bilf stands for a bailiff I'd like to fuck. Nice. <laughs> they have to be wearing like the full British wig with the little tight curls, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're dressed <laughs> up like, a, like an 18th century bailiff. Yeah. They somehow optimize the little judge's hammer for spanking. Mm-hmm. They probably you'd probably by optimize. I think you just mean turn it into a like a paddle, right? Yeah, but it would, it would have to be effective as a butt slapping paddle, but also still look like a judge's gavel. What did you say, a bill? Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, Bilf. Beaver. <laughs> Be- what's the ILF part? Beaver, I'd like to fuck. <laughs> Bestiality pod. Bro, beaver. I'm not talking about beast. I'm talking about the beaver. Like the, you know. Uh, like yes. a, a, yes, a yes, student yes. from Oregon State University. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome back, everyone. It's been a little bit. Uh, it is good slop, bad slop, and here we are. This is episode nine, nine, nine right? We're almost, we're yeah, almost in the double so. digit club. We're Dude, so what close. What do we do for episode That's ten? Sick. We gotta do something big. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. To be hoodwinked. All I remember about that one is that it's really weird. Mm. Ben, I wrote, yeah. I wrote a little script for the the intro. Can I say it real quick? Yeah. yeah, if you wanna if you wanna let it rip, let's go. All right. <laughs> okay. How tall is Megamind? What kind of sandwich does Metro Man like? Why does Ben look like Bernard? These are the questions <laughs> that we're gonna answer in today's podcast. Good slop, bad slop. I am one of That's your hosts. That's right. Alessandro Antunes de Maiola Mauceri, and I'm joined with my name's Ben Koenigs. I'm the other co-host. And today we have a very, very special guest with very us. Special. Please introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Andy. I'm Ben's older roommate. Um, and I'm drunk on sangria. Hell That's right. Yeah. And we're here to talk about the 2010 question mark. Uh, yeah, 2010. Movie from DreamWorks Animations. Uh, we all know it. It's known as Megamind, our favorite blue protagonist. Um. And yeah, uh, he his sort of shtick is that he's you know a big supervillain or whatever, but he actually has a, a, a kind heart on the inside, um, which is something that I think hasn't up to that point in 2010 hadn't really been explored. Yeah, it is strange. Something I wrote in my notes was that, like, I feel like this movie hit in a different context when it released, just because it was released before like Marvel and DC stuff got really, really, really big. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. I think one thing, one take that I've heard about this movie that I think really sticks with me is that it did Despicable Me before Despicable Me oh. did. Oh, Although yeah. I will yeah. say Despicable Me came pretty soon after this. Um, I'm pretty sure at least. You know, they got a, a bad guy who's actually good. They got a character named Minion. It's basically the same movie. Um, but no, uh, it's, it's Will Ferrell playing a... Um, well, I guess you asked about the height, Sandro, so how, how tall would you guys say? Dude, I, I looked it up, so I can't say. Oh, there's a correct answer. There's a correct um, answer. I'm going to say he's exactly as tall as I am. I'm going to say he's 5'8". Wow, you're just outing yourself as a short king. That's yeah. bold of you, Andy. I'm Bro, why do you think they're short? Thank you. Um, I'm pretty sure Megamind's like 6'5". That's my guess. Do you want me to tell you guys the answer? Yes. I mean, yeah. Megamind is five foot five. Yo. Huh? <laughs> There's no way that's true. Yeah, you can t- you can tell when he stands next to the warden too. He's like, you know, huh? Even with that big cranium. Even with that you know, big fucking. You know what's insane? Cranium. The warden's fucking J.K. Simmons, and they give him like. Did you months. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the cast, the voice acting cast of this movie is actually kind of nuts. We have Will Ferrell as Megamind. We have Tina Fey as Roxanne Ritchie. We have Jonah Hill as the incel Hal guy. We yeah. have Brad Pitt as Metro Man, a.k.a. Music Man. We have <laughs> um, David Cross as Minion. Like, this 
this movie, those are really the only characters in the movie, first of all. And second of all, uh, they're stacked. That's a stacked lineup. Uh, that's also basically acting. every character with lines. And David there are no Cross. extras in this movie. No, that's what I'm saying. That's like that's like every character in this movie, aside yeah. from like the pedestrian who says "I love you, Metro Man," or like the guy who's like, "Hey, you're in the way." And then the, the... lady who like sumptuously kisses Metro Man's foot. Did you yeah, say... although that's not a line. Did you but... say David Cross? Yeah. yeah, David Cross is minion. Yeah, so funny is minion. Yeah, and I gotta say that's one thing that really stood out to me about this film is like. The voice acting was solid. Like it was well yeah. done. I oh, think yeah. I think Will Ferrell did a really good job. I think David Cross did a really good job. So for sort of like the protagonist and his, his sidekick, I think those two, they really knocked it out of the park. Dude. I also um, think there were some really good, you know, one line gags. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yep. I, I wrote some down that I liked. Yeah, just yelling at my mother's urn. Um, Mm-hmm. I, that's really the one that I really <laughs> one line one line that really that, that one line that really stuck stuck with me is like after Megamind like successfully takes over the city, he goes um they're in like the the city hall or whatever, mm-hmm. and Minion says like that is a window. All the kids these days are looking through them. And I'm just like I feel like that wasn't funny to me when the movie came out, but it is now. If that makes sense, I really don't yeah. know, but I feel like that sort of thing. There is, were. A couple other we can we could do some of these sight gags as they pass, but I think the one the one sight gag that I really liked was when uh, Titan is spelling his name with his laser eyes on the city. He spells it T I G H T E N. T I G H. Like Titan, the word. Yeah, I think they keep that the whole the whole movie is like oh, I had do? subtitles on. Oh, and like he spells he spells it as Titan T I G H T E N. Oh. All the time. Although, except for that one scene where he's like stalking Roxanne. Dude. And it's T I T A. Can we talk about Hal slash Titan for a minute? Yeah, we can. Dude's 28. Dude's mm-hmm. eating gallons of dip. Dude's in. <laughs> Dude. Okay, first of all, what kind of dip do you think he's eating? Okay. Let's take a Spinach pole. and artichoke. No, he's. No. No, no, no. He's not eating that. He's not healthy. This, guy, eat, this guy is eating unreheated uh, Velveeta. Uh, queso dip. That's exactly like, what I was thinking. No, you're, you guys are right. <laughs> you guys are right. That's exactly what he, he puts, would be eating. You know, he cooked up some Mild. spam to put inside it. He needs a little protein. A little Ritz cracker. A little Ritz. He's, dipping, <laughs> he's dipping Lay's in it instead of tortilla chips. <laughs> the dude yeah. is just playing video games. He has oh my those God. video games looked like shit by the way. They did Even for they 2010. Did. <laughs> yeah, that's like I think that's like the classic like Hollywood thing is like everyone who writes movies is still stuck in like arcade times brain when it comes to video games. Yeah, you know, and so like every time they write a character who's like into video games, they're like playing you know Space Invaders or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like in 2010 this guy's probably playing like what Assassin's Creed or some shit. No, this guy's playing Halo. Modern Warfare. Yeah. Or whichever so, of those was out at the time. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't really know how you guys want to tackle this if you just want to go in order of like characters, plot, etc., etc. Um, I have my I notes so. written in plot order because I got I mean, yeah, I all my watching. notes are in chronological Same. order. Let's talk about let's talk about Hal. Yeah. Okay, we're going to start with Hal. Start with he's Hal? like the, he's he takes like a sleeper villain role in this movie. Right? Because he's kind of like, at least for yeah. a newcomer, especially a child coming into this movie, 
You think Metro Man's going to be the antagonist for the first ten minutes? Oh, well, yeah. not even that. I think I think a, a I think a naive enough child might even be like, "Oh my God, I Megamind. This guy's like not not good." Because you know he tells you that he's a super villain or whatever at the beginning. Mm-hmm. At least I think myself, I as a child would be like, "Oh, Megamind's not the good guy." But then you learn pretty early on that he's going to be like the focus of this film. And then yeah, Metro Man seems to be like because he's opposed to Megamind. It seems like he's going to be the bad guy or Dude, whatever but mega man mega man serving in the beginning of the movie fucking 85 life sentences he's gotta have mm-hmm. committed some war crimes he's gotta have committed can, some murder for that like can we talk about how he's there's no bathroom in his little pod <laughs> yeah <laughs> just yeah where does he go <laughs> yeah. there's just a growing pile of shit and piss. there's just you know how there's, there's like those floor grates in like your basement on bare concrete that's mm-hmm. a bathroom <laughs> just stomp it through yeah maybe <laughs> maybe although I, I think one thing that we learned from the let's start with the intro sequence yeah okay because that's where it begins we learned that Megamind, it's sort of like a play on like the, the Superman origin, you know? Yeah. Like his parents send him off as their planet's exploding or whatever. Um, but then he like, a guy from the planet next door has the same exact thing going on. And just by, you know, a little bit of bad luck, he's sort of, his entire life course is sort of derailed from that well, point. I assumed it was all Metro Man's fault. That's why I thought Metro Man was going to be the villain for the first couple minutes of the movie. Like he knocks his little pot off course, you know. Does yeah. he? I thought. I thought. I thought. I thought Megamind's just like runs into and an like teases him. Yeah, I mean that's that's another thing with Metro Man. I feel like by the end of the movie, um, once he like comes back and he's in the crowd looking at everyone cheering at mm-hmm. Megamind, I feel like he's sort of the movie's trying to paint him as sort of like a a wise onlooker being like, Oh, finally Mega Man's figured out like what it means to be happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or he's like found his place. But it's like, no dude, you're still the reason why he ever went evil in the first place. Like you yeah. didn't accept him as a kid. You bullied him. And like this is on your hands. So I feel like this movie tries to rehabilitate Metro Man. Right. In a way that isn't believable. He goes me. by Music Man now. Thank you very much. No, you're right. He t- mm. he goes to Music Man. Did you notice how in one of the very early scenes when he's a baby in the pod, his binky is like a beer hat with milk bottles instead of beer cans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought... Did you guys know I bought one of those? I bought one of those, like, soda hats in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, like, it was like the worst $18 I ever spent. <laughs> really, it was, so, it was so stupid. Did it work? I think I tried it and it worked, but I never wore it. never took it anywhere. It was really low build quality. Mm. It was just a dumb idea. I bought it off like Amazon or whatever. Was it for the Brewers anyway. game? No, I just bought it because I was like, "What if I had one?" <laughs> That's so dumb. We shouldn't get we should we shouldn't give high schoolers money. No, <laughs> like that's the reason we shouldn't give high schoolers money. Is shit like that. If I had unlimited money as a high schooler, I would have bought like a full Master Chief armor set that fit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have been just walking around in school like, like if someone says like. If, Hey Andy, that looks stupid, and you just no. like stick him with a plasma I'm grenade. Cer- I'm certain I would have worn it to school. <laughs> yeah. Dude, can we can we talk about Megamind's hair growth? Like the dude has a landing strip on his chin, but mm. doesn't grow. And like, does he shave his head? He has like a fucking crystal clear noggin. I think. Well, didn't wasn't that weren't both his parents also bald? So mm. yeah, that just couldn't that just be a. Uh, a trait of like his race 
or whatever. Right. Or maybe yeah, they all shave their head. Yeah, yeah maybe could... maybe it's like a cultural thing. Although he was only in that culture for eight days, so how would he be accustomed to like? I don't know, man. The cultural ways of. Maybe they sent him with a little culture packet. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. But he's got a land like the worst <laughs> facial hair. Did you guys? Did you? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's pretty. That's pretty tough. Now, now cancel what I said because he did. He was raised in a prison. Did you guys see he went into the the prison for the criminally gifted? <laughs> yeah, that was. A, I thought I thought that was a neat a visual gag. There's a few like that, like you said, Andy, throughout the movie. There's mm. just a few gags here and there that really like get my goat. They pull through. Yeah, whoever they hired to like punch up on this script did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think. Uh, I'm I'm really all over the place. I'm just kind of like looking at my notes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the soundtrack is pretty catchy. Like the whole aesthetic they're going for with Mega Man is like you know hard rock. Yeah, sort of stuff. I there are there are eight places in my notes where I say, uh, oh hey, that make that five classic rock montages, make that seven classic rock montages. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, because they know. do that I, a lot. Even if it's just a few seconds long, they'll use like. You know, thirty seconds of Highway to Hell and yep, they did like back in black or some shit. They did um, yeah, they did that one song that I'm thinking of that I can't name right now. Yeah, that one. Um, one thing. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, but anyway, he he gets to Earth on this sort of like tragic story. I feel like just because of one one bump, either from Metro Man. Um, or whatever, he's just kind of set on a course to like be hated for his entire life, which I feel like is really tough. And that's and yeah, I don't know. I feel like this movie kind of Mega Mind's story initially, at least, is very tragic because he's mm-hmm. he definitely wants to be a good guy. He has a good heart, but it's just like he isn't accepted. What do you guys What do you guys think about that? Are they just being racist against him because he's? It's blue? pretty yeah no. It's pretty much like racism. And like I guess making him blue really hammers that point home. But you know, like, you know what else made me mad? Because he landed in prison, they made him live in prison. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. The prisoners pick him up, and they're not like, "Hmm, should this kid, should this literal infant baby be here?" They're just like, "Yeah, you know what? I guess he belongs." And we're gonna make him a little baby jumpsuit because this baby has done crimes. The fucking. Yeah prisoners being like can we keep him like what do you mean can we keep him yeah i don't know i don't know about that but did you guys see when he was learning with the flashcards, um with like policeman and then he shook his head no and then like the yeah. robber the burglar and he shook his head yes and it's just like alex jones would point to this movie and be like this is what we're indoctrinating Americans with. the The left is this is this is the uh, well, this, this is the movie, curriculum. This is the curriculum they want to impose upon America. It's, it's definitely it's definitely not a pro cop movie because the only two things that cops do in this movie is one, shoot wildly into the air during the museum opening, and mm-hmm. two, surrender. Dude, I don't like cops. <laughs> it's still so foreign to me that you live in Massachusetts now. It's foreign to me, dude. I don't know yeah. anything up here. I've been living in a little shoebox. They got good pizza up there. Yeah, they do. Do they? What's it's what's like, like the state dish of Massachusetts? Probably like a like a like a lobster Beer. roll or something. But I haven't. Ah, no, you're probably right. Sam I think Adams. They do. No, it's Duncan. <laughs> it is so. Yeah, so people Duncan. fucking love Duncan up there. People Did you guys see they're so rebranded? Duncan up here. 
They rebranded. They took out the donuts from their name. Because they're trying to be like a coffee shop now. Well, yeah, but like I feel like you can keep the donuts. I don't know. I always knew they had coffee. Bro, growing up in... I gotta say, Krispy Kreme has better donuts. I'm gonna say it. I I I kind of love Dunkin' Coffee. They do have a really good coffee. Dude, Dunkin' Coffee is maybe my favorite, like, chain coffee Dude, in the growing world. up in the fucking East Coast, before I'd go to class, I would get a fucking bacon, egg, and cheese on a poppy seed bagel, salt, pepper, ketchup, Yo. toasted, and I'd go straight to Dunkin' Donuts, get the caramelized coffee, light and sweet, and I'd go to class, mm. and I'd be like, where the fuck oh. have you been? You're 20 minutes late, and I'm like, look. Have you guys, have you guys seen that TikTok? Yo, Ock, let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh, you know I got to cop the Bev. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Because that was you just now. Sounds wrong. Uh. <laughs> All right, we're getting derailed talking about right, uh, right, right, Northeastern right. tendencies. Yeah. Let's talk about Rox- Roxanne. I think that she did. What if? How would this movie change if she was the one that got the powers? She deserves better. How she deserves way better. change if she had long hair? How does this movie change, change the if worst. she had she long hair? hair? I'll say this. Her forehead is so big, Bro, dude. And her bangs are hiding huh? that. Her her bangs are hiding that from us. Her forehead is so big. She's just as big-headed as Megamind, bro. They're yeah, that's, made why, they're, for that's why they're a good pair. Yeah. They're, dude. One's just blue, one's white. What's the matter, Ben? So <laughs> this is going to be a little bit of a tangent, but once I when I started drinking tonight, I looked up Megamind on YouTube, and one of the videos I found was a nine-minute compilation of all of the romantic interactions in the movie. Are there um, that many? And it has like seven million views. <sighs> no, like seven hundred thousand views. Mm. Something with those uh, something large. The leading numerals. But in any case, I po- I took a screenshot of a bunch of the comments, and I'm going to send them to both of you now because these people are super fucking engaged in this romance. Yeah, dude. I'm sure people eat this shit up. I don't know why, but people get attached to shit like the romance between like, Roxanne and Megamind. One of these go- comments is, God, please, they are the reason I have such high standards. Uh, sad emoji, <laughs> heart with arrow emoji, love them, and then just keyboard smash. They were both in love with Metro Man, and what they needed most <laughs> after he was gone was each other. <laughs> he and Dr. Doofenshmirtz sit on the same table. <laughs> <laughs> What always gets me is that probably in his whole life, he was never hugged by someone. I don't think he even did it with Minion or if he knew this way of human contact. And when Roxanne hugs him for the first Dude, time, right? you can feel his you can feel his happiness. Dude. He was hugged by the person he really cares for. And even their melody from the rain scene plays in the background. Dude, I was watching um, Snapchat stories because I'm a degenerate today mm-hmm. um and one of them was like this vice snapchat story of this cuddle therapy person how this person huh? um is like a therapist but she just cuddles with her clients for 80 dollars an hour bro <laughs> bro does she talk to them or just like she yeah she, she's like bro okay hold on i got one more of these comments such tricks won't work on me, this is the beginning scene when Megamind like kills quote unquote yeah. Metro Man. Please talk slower. Temptress. Uh and then Fabrizio <laughs> Fabrizio Lorenzo. Holy sexual tension, Batman. Dude, Bro. it's a DreamWorks film. Bro, say it say it like you mean it. Fabrizio Lorenzo. Here's another one. Uh this is by an account named Boob. It has eleven thousand likes on YouTube. 
the thing that I loved about your argument to the rain is that you feel for both of them. <laughs> We've uh. been following Mega Man's story, so we know that having someone who, who cares, loves him, is monumental. <laughs> Roxanne was just lied to. As a viewer, you understand both sides and understand they're both right and wrong, so it makes it hurt to watch. How is Roxanne wrong? Mm-hmm. Roxanne was duped so many times. Yeah. No, yeah, Megamind played her. Yeah. But also, I'm team Megamind. Yeah. No, that's exactly what they're saying, right? That you they make you empathize with Megamind, but also like the things that he does from Roxanne's perspective are also harmful. Dude, like I, I relate with Megamind. First on the big headedness, like the dude's got a noggin. <laughs> Second on the blue skin. <laughs> Second third on, on having a talking fish. Third on a no ass. <laughs> Just kidding. My ass is huge. And <laughs> he's pretty I can dumb attest. for being the smartest guy on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, is he supposed to be the smartest guy around? Well, I mean, presumably, In right? Metro he's an intelligence-based. So he's he's named Mega Mind. No, yeah, you're right. And his whole thing is that he's like a smart inventor, right, or whatever. Yeah. So I guess you're right. But I think I think he's like. Uh, Dare I make the comparison to the one and only Sheldon Cooper? Oh, <laughs> why would you make that He's comparison? So... Megamind has more social skills than Sheldon Cooper. No, he absolutely Megamind does. Megamind pulls like, more. The, the yeah. ways in which he's quote-unquote dumb or lacking or whatever is in terms of like social understanding. Yeah. No, like than... Megaman pulls. Like... Megaman? Megaman? Sorry. Megaman. Yo, Megaman pulls, bro. He's the sexiest robot in the year 20XX. Everyone on Twitter, Flame and Andy Meisner for this, please. <laughs> Get his ass. Get, Get his, his ass. ass. <laughs> all, all our fans, our fan, our group of fans is called the Sloppers. All four of them. <laughs> We're calling upon all Sloppers to roast Andy. <laughs> and I'm calling on all the other Sloppers who don't want to roast me to defend me and attack the other Sloppers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that make someone, sense? someone, someone said the. Someone said Mega Man and oh, fuck Mega Mind <laughs> and Roxanne are the blueprint for the enemies to lovers trope. Yeah, something that was never explored until 2010 by DreamWorks. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the the charismatic couple of Will Ferrell and Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. They both do good. Though, Dude, she wears a blue dress at the end. Just yeah, they're talking about the color of her dress. Like, bro, she went from yeah. from Metro Man to Mega Mind. Hey, can I can I talk about another intrusive thought that I just had? Mm-hmm. Sure. So you know when she's in her apartment and she has all of those like little pieces of paper taped up and she's trying to solve the mystery of Titan or whatever. Mm. Did you tape all that string to the ceiling? She had like a twenty. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> she's got a ladder. That's bro. like an she's art. Got a ladder. It's like a. That's but that's like also how Megamind organized his notes. He taped them all to the ceiling. Yeah, I think it was so they... Well, like, with, I mean, you, it was so they remember. could show the Titan shape. What's her like, rent? Right. She's like a broadcast journalist. What's her rent? That well, was it depends. like a penthouse. It depends on what metrocity or metro city is like. It is in Michigan. You can see that it's in Michigan during the, the laser beam shot. It's in Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah. I metro city, it. Michigan. No huh? shit. Ew. Huh. Like, is it is it mainland Michigan or the UP? I think it's the mainland. Dude, then why is the United States government involved in this taking over a city? Mm-hmm. Dude. It's Michigan. Do you know what was do you know what I wrote down? What was so good? This is skipping all the way to the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> but the the final fight scene between Hal and Megamind, mm-hmm. when he's in the mech. And he does like the the tapping his shoulder yeah, gag yeah, yeah. and then just rocks his shit with a right hook. Dude, that like 
That was so funny. I don't know why, Dude, but it just it was killed so me. Good. It no, was well, so it's, good. It's simply because Mega Man has swag. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Mega, Mega Man is the Chad. The, Fuck. The virgin, the virgin Hal versus the Chad. No, Megamind. like that that thing at the end where he has like that cool rocket bike and he makes the big, the, all the guys look like his head. Yeah, like, no, that was so cool. nice. That was he bad. That was so he's nice. Coming out of the tongue. Like, yeah, like it's the difference. It. The difference between a villain and a supervillain is presentation. Exactly. And he has it in spades. The fucking yeah. the Black Mamba. What a fit. Dude, can we talk about Bernard for a minute? What about Bernard? Oh, dude! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Bernard is still in a cube. The no, movie it's... ends and Bernard is still ben, in the little there are ice cube. After... Ben, there's a mid-credit sequence. Oh, there is was. there? I, w- I didn't stick around for that. Yes. Does, and, he, does Bernard uh, get revived? Uh, he's in Mega Man's pocket and he gets put into the wash. So, yes. Oh, so he, so he dies in the washing machine? No, because I mean, if you put a human being in a washing machine, they get not they get they get fucked up. Yeah, so he would get hydrated and then like grow out into his human form in the washing machine and then proceed to die because he's in a what washing if there machine. Was, you know, the real the scariest option would be there's not enough water in the washing machine to reconstitute a full human body, but he's still like no, because if you think about it, like a single drop of water would do it even for like when he dehydrated minion there's more than a single drop of water in the human body he didn't dehydrate minion he he dehydrated himself no in the in the opening sequence when he's at school oh yeah and he's like first learns how to do it was a single drop that brought minion back so Uh, i would believe that a washing machine would have plenty of water yeah okay i buy it dude the scene where they were in metro man's fucking lair and metro man is behind them eating a sandwich what kind of sandwich was Metro Man eating? I really want to know what your thoughts are. I, I, I'd have to look question. at a picture. I feel like generic. I if I don't know, I always assume like turkey club. You know, he's he's eating the clip art sandwich of like <laughs> salami, a little provolone. Oh. You got some lettuce on there, and then the olive and the toothpick at the top. Uh, you know, he's eating that. He's eating that clip art sandwich. I don't know. The real trick is when you after you spread the mayonnaise, you crack a little pepper on it. Mm, yes, sir. Ooh. I actually just did that. I was just eating uh, a cheeseburger from McDonald's, Ew. and I applied a little. Or no, sorry, it was their new crispy chicken sandwich. Oh. And the bun was fucking obliterated, dude. It was smushed. <laughs> it was burnt. It was kind of shit, honestly. But I put some mayo on it, a little cracked black pepper. Saved it a little bit. Nice. Honestly, Metro Man had like that classic like sliced bread like um um shape of a sandwich, and I hate to say it, but I think he's eating a tuna melt. That's Dude, I love a tuna, tuna melt. melt. I love a nice tuna melt. I Fuck know, yeah. I know you do, and I hate a tuna melt. Like a good sharp cheddar mm. on it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's on rye. Although like I feel like swirly. I feel like sharp cheddar might even be too strong a flavor for a tuna melt. Oh, Ben doesn't like flavor. I've well, I just think I want the tuna to shine. You know, I don't want the cheese to really cut in. What's too the hard. cheese that you that you find? Yeah, you do a sharp best. cheddar, but you don't like overdo it with the cheddar. You know, you just maybe I'm thinking the tuna melts I've made that I've really enjoyed in the past. They've had a Havarti on them. They've had a provolone on them. A Havarti, you know, something a little, something a little more. Go that home. One I made, that was the only cheese I had in the fridge at the time, and it was actually pretty decent. But like this dude eats a tuna and Havarti sandwich. Everyone, all of our listeners, <laughs> please mean, flame him. All the sloppers, hop on. Right now, so. <laughs> yeah, um, fucking. 
the other question, Sandra, that you posed at the beginning of this episode, we've mm-hmm. we've now addressed Mega Mind's height and Metro Man or Music Man's sandwich. Um, the third one was why do I look like Bernard? Yeah. First of all, Bernard is just an ass. He's just an <laughs> asshole before Mega before Mind takes, takes his, over. Yeah. Why is he pushing that his... cart of books on the balcony? That's <laughs> yeah. Why is he on, why is he pushing the cart of books outside? That's a great question. I think he wants to hit on Roxanne because why else would he do it? Oh yeah. No, but the gotta... thing is, he was very clearly like she was into him, but he was not reciprocating. And then once Mega Mind like as, assumed his form, mm-hmm. he reciprocated. Better, but it was because Mega Mind. Yeah. Dude, anyway, uh, it's, I find it interesting that you said that, Sandro, because I don't know if you know, but um, before I went on TikTok, I was on this app called Byte, which is like the resurrection of Vine. It flopped. It didn't, it didn't blow up at all because TikTok had already taken up that space in the market. But anyway, I, I had an account on Byte. And one of the bites that I posted, I posted maybe only like 15 my whole time. On that <laughs> only bite. like 15 um, guys. One of the bites I posted was a bite where I uh, like compared myself to Bernard, like that exact <laughs> character. Bro. And so I find it interesting that you did that. I can, when we, when we tweet this episode out, I, I can post the video in the reply. Well, post that but video. Like, it's a good idea. I literally made a bite like in 2019 or something. Bro, we're comparing me to, yeah. It's like you're my co-host or or something. I do, I do, I do, I do look like him. When my hair grows a little longer, I cut my hair recently, so it's short. That's exactly but when my hair grows a little longer, I, I really want to see you in that similar. same type of like ultra skinny framed glasses. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, my old glasses kind of looked like that. Oh, he yeah. looks good in that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, the turtleneck and blazer is also a good look. Yeah, I wore that to Founders Day 2019. Right. You're a bit oh, more yeah. shapely, to be honest. I, sh- I, I fucking, I slayed in that thing. Like you, you fill out the turtleneck more. Dude, I'm getting big. Except I'm not. I'm actually losing weight, interestingly enough. Are you? How much are you weighing? Yeah, I'm weighing 152 right now. You're weighing 152? I know, dude. Bro, I was you're 180. so tall. I'm 180 right now. <laughs> I was 180 like a year ago. I don't know what the fuck happened. And we're back. Okay, That's we right. both That's we right. all realized that we forgot to tell our loyal listeners, loyal listeners, the sloppers, the sloppers. Which I'm glad they I'm glad they have a name now. Yeah, mm-hmm. the sloppers. You sloppers. Slop nation. Slop nation. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> okay. Slop That's gonna be nation. like. No, we release the main podcast, and then we release like a podcast that summarizes our podcast called Slop Nation. It's like the fan one. <laughs> All right, Slop Nation, we're gonna tell you what we're drinking right now. Okay, Andy, you go first as a as our guest. Mm, I'm drinking Costco Sangria, which is delicious, and I got two two liter do- bottles for thirteen ninety eight. So I'm happy. That's exactly right. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess I suppose I'll go next. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm drinking a lot of hard cider this evening. I've downed an angry orchard, and I'm on yeah. the rose hip rosemary hard cider. It's semi-dry, apparently. Okay. Um, pretty good. It's made by Hidden Cave Cidery in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and yeah, it's it is it is semi-dry. I would I would say. Um, I recently learned that dry, in terms of like drink descriptions, 
just means like the opposite of sweet, mm-hmm. which I didn't really get before, but now I do. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, a lot of hard cider for me tonight. Yeah, I used to work on the Angry Orchard. Really? Mm, in uh, in uh, Warwick, Warwick, New York. I think. It's been a Did while. They grow their own apples. I kind of assume they just like bought commodity apples. Nah, they got a real orchard, dude. Oh huh. yeah. Um, what are you drinking, Sandro? I'm drinking a Camisal Vineyards Stainless Chardonnay Central Coast 2018, right out of the bottle. Um, there we go. The notes the I'm getting are, uh, it's a cool breeze. Reading the, the back of the bottle. Of the for Pacific context. Ocean. <laughs> grapes. They're grown in California. Um, they're aged. Uh, I get notes of stainless steel. <laughs> hmm. um, I, it's like you're licking a nice Kenmore fridge. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on the, I'm back on the Angry Orchard now. And yeah. let me tell you, this shit is so sweet compared to what I was just drinking. It tastes it like can, juice. It can get cloying after a while. Mm. Cloying. That's a good word, Andy. That's a good word. I do like words. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm an avid word enjoyer. <laughs> ben, I'm trying to lose weight so I shouldn't be eating this chicken, but this chicken tastes so good. Sometimes food is yummy. <laughs> Yo, like, yo, sometimes food be hitting. <laughs> no, but for real, I made some uh, pollo and chipotlado the other day. Mm-hmm. Holy Say shit. Say that again, Ben. Say that again. Pollo and chipotlado. <laughs> Better than you I are, can do. You are silent laughing. You're not even making a single <laughs> noise. Your head is thrown completely back. I'm not hearing a squeak out of you, dude. <sighs> That's a noise. Yeah, what are you thinking, Sandro? How'd I do? Yeah, you did pretty terribly, but um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We learn. It's from the uh, the Oaxaca region in Mexico. I, I, the what region? I believe it was Oaxaca. 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 I'm fucking up, dude. I'm. <laughs> I gotta hold this L. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it was very delicious. It was like a chipotle tomato-based sauce with some chicken thighs. It was delicious. Ooh, that sounds good. I see the Natter Days on your screen, Sandro. Oh, yeah, the nice. 16 fluid ounces mm-hmm. of deliciousness. You can't That's beat right. this. Um, getting back to the movie, I got to say, one thing, um, one thing that really stuck with me is like uh, the audio design. I feel like really stuck out to me was like, cause when you had characters like on the radio or like behind a wall or like on a screen or with a bag over their head, I feel like that actually was really effective in like conveying that setting that they were in mm-hmm. when they were speaking. And I don't know why, but like I wrote that down cause it was just like so impressive to me that the audio design for dialogue was really no, cool. I get done. that. They, they, had, they, they really paid attention to detail in this movie whether it was for that or like i looked at the animation and like when hal was holding the building like above his head after megaline had just rescued roxanne like all the glass was falling down from the building and i'm like huh like i really would like i could have gone without that 
like no offense mm-hmm. to Mega Mind, but like it's really cool that they paid attention to that detail of like glass would be falling down from that building, that house yeah. building, and like they really do like pay like DreamWorks does a really good job of paying attention to that kind of detail. Mm-hmm. Another thing about that actually about that scene is when he's carrying the building and he throws it. Certainly, there are other people in the building, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, Roxanne. Roxanne's at the top of the building, and, like, she's saved because Megamind comes in, whatever, swoops in and saves her. But, like, there are certainly hundreds of other people, if not thousands, At inside the building that, that have been murdered. And, like, we don't care about them in terms of how the movie presents it. No, I would assume that some of the, like, by the way Hal's holding the building, they would have fallen off the window or fallen out of mm. the window. The only, I feel like the only argument I can think of against that is that earlier in the movie, they said they evacuated like the downtown area. Uh, So maybe the building might be empty under those grounds, but I still feel like Metro Tower, given how important it is to the city, I feel like someone's in there. And like, there's no time spent at all in this movie about the fact that they definitely got murdered. I mean, the the movie does make the excuse, oh, everybody's got to evacuate, everybody leave, but... I I have a question for Andy. Yeah. So Andy, um, for our listeners, our sloppers, um, Andy is a PhD student at UMass Amherst. He's a smart guy. He cooks cool stuff. He's very active on Twitter. Um, too active on Twitter. Too active on Twitter. Are are you are you an astronomy PhD student physics? Well, what's what's your yeah? So I'm doing astronomy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of applied physics and some computer it's cool. science. It's it's really statistics. cool stuff. And um, in the beginning of the movie, um, the the Mega Man talks about the killing um, Metro Man with the full concentrated power of the sun. Um, Andy, what is the full concentrated power of the sun. Could you tell us? Could you enlighten us? I can give you a number. Yeah, could you give us a number? So the luminosity of the sun, or how much power it outputs, is equal to 3.8 times 10 to the 26 watts. So that's like a three... That's basically a four with 26 zeros after it, watts. And you know how much a watt is, right? You're, you're what? A light bulb's what? Eight, eight, 10 watts, something like that? Jeez, Isn't it usually like 60 or 80? Uh, yeah, I don't pay attention to light bulbs. Something either like way, it's, it's one order of magnitude <laughs> off, either way. Point is, uh, a lot more than a light bulb is how bright the sun is. And <laughs> a lot more than a light Which bulb. Which is, that is knowledge that I, as an astronomer, am uniquely uh, positioned to give you. Yeah. Not everyone yeah, no, knows that the no sun is else. brighter than a light bulb. <laughs> well, I you know, not this. many other people, you know, many people kind of overlook it. Not, not, not many people won't understand, you know, you see the sun up in the sky, you're just like, oh, that's that's a pretty strong light bulb or whatever from far away. But and no, it's actually 10 to the 26. What's the mechanism that Megamind is using to concentrate the full power of the sun just to kill Metro Man or at least assumedly kill Metro Man. Is he make does he have a Dyson swarm or something? Is he like completely encircling the sun in like a little shell and then putting all of that energy towards because that would kind of blow up the planet. Well not my headcanon my headcanon is that he just has a really big magnifying glass. <laughs> my question is who let him launch that satellite? 
Who let him? Yeah. Probably You minion. didn't get the proper clearance. You didn't get the proper clearance to launch that. Dude, minion is just like Wait, can we talk about Minion for a second? Sorry to change Minions, stuff. Minion is Minion is the definition of a day one. Dude, they should they honestly. should have given him more to do. Yeah, I think. Like Minion, I think I would have liked to see more Minion, more David Cross. In the beginning, Minion doesn't care if they win or lose. He's expecting to lose, but he's there for Megamind, and he's there mm-hmm. not because he wants to win, but because he loves Megamind. He's mm-hmm. also just nice to Roxanne, even though he's kidnapping. Her. Exactly. He's yeah. So nice. He's to a her. sweet guy. He's a yeah. sweet guy. Like they're do- he and Roxanne are doing bits while she's kidnapped by him. Like that's how like not bad people Megamind and Minion actually are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we learned that they you know the real hurt. bad people are like the the shitty incels who have a very possessive understanding of romance. Yeah. Fucking hell. Are the bad guys. Yeah. Fucking how? I, I think I think Jonah Hill did actually a pretty decent job. No, voice he, acting. he he did great. Can I tell you my favorite how line in the movie? Yeah. Is it the one where there is no Queen of England? Yeah, there is no Santa <laughs> Claus, there is no Easter Bunny, and there is no Queen of England. <laughs> Honestly, facts. <laughs> facts. Facts, dude. <laughs> no lies detected. Lizzie does nothing. Speaking of England, can we can we all just take a moment to appreciate the fact that England lost the Euro 2020 final in the funniest way possible to Italy the other L. day? <laughs> Did you see all of the stuff about how all the British fans were like trying to break into the stadium and no. basically just being drunk in public as mm. the British want? Yeah, that's I mean, honestly, respect for that. That seems like a fun vibe, TBH. Oi, 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 oi. But I no, do like, think I do think it's so funny that they lost their chance to stay in penalty kicks because Italy missed a kick and then it's like, okay, dude, all you gotta do is make it, and then they also missed that. I don't know. I think it was so funny. Did you see the Italy I forget who, but with the Madagascar tattoos, the player? <laughs> that's how Yo, they won that's Madagascar really how they the won. DreamWorks movie yeah, yeah we, the... first of all we've done like five DreamWorks films in nine episodes <laughs> no or like hey, four this is out the of golden nine. fucking era of DreamWorks this it's is 2010, near the Madagascar man. era this is what like Shrek the third right oh yeah the Shrek best the third Shrek. is bad dude the best Shrek also Shrek the third had to have been like what 2007 Maybe. no it was later is Shrek the third would that be a good 10th episode for you guys it's a I would say it's bad slop right now. I'm willing to say Are that. Are you saying what the fuck? You can't call it bad okay. slop without Sloppers. Just, like, We're not getting into this. Ben doesn't mean it. We're not getting into this right now. We're he obviously... doesn't mean it. <laughs> he doesn't mean it, okay? Like, he, did, he knows oh, yeah, he's my yeah, favorite yeah. Shrek movie. And he knows that he wouldn't do that to me. So we're... Is, that, is that the one with Merlin or is that Shrek 2? That's, uh, the one with Rumpelstiltskin is Shrek Forever After. Yeah. Now, what's the one where he meets Merlin at the at the fake Hogwarts? That must be Shrek the Third. That's where he. Yeah, that's King, a really King, good one. King Arthur. With the King Arthur, with right? The triplets. Dude, that's absolutely the worst one out of the no, four. No, Shrek Forever After is the worst one. No, no, Shrek Forever After Dude, is slightly Shrek better than Shrek. Is the ben, worst you're one. wrong. Shrek Two is the best one. What the fuck are you talking yeah, we, about? We're not talking dude? about Shrek right now. We're talking about Mega Mind. Okay. Every time we talk about DreamWorks, it goes back to this. Did you know that Lord Farquaad was designed to look like Michael Eisner? Yes, I actually was did. Because really? uh, yeah, yeah, like 
the whole the whole idea behind Shrek was just like a bunch of people who I think had previously worked at Pixar or were involved with no, Pixar. No, it was the what, what was who was that that they like, got fired and they like got, they made a whole movie about being salty at their old boss. Okay, okay. And that's why his name's Farquad because it sounds like fuckwad. How does I I wrote it down in my notes but I'm drunk and I'm forgetting how he pronounced it. How does uh Will Ferrell's character aka Megamind aka the protagonist of the movie Megamind <laughs> pronounce that one word where he thought it was how you say hello? Is it Olo? It's Olo. Yeah. What's better, Olo or Skadoosh? Olo. Uh, in the context of a greeting. No, in the context no, no. of in, it, I take it back. Andy, are it's you skadoosh. familiar with Skadoosh? It's Skadoosh. It's skadoosh. Yeah, it's Skadoosh. It's skadoosh. skadoosh is way more iconic. Mm-hmm. With the wushi finger hold, don't get me fucking started yeah, on the wushi. Finger no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Don't get me fucking started, Ben. Fuck, that's a good movie. Um, yeah, it's a great no, franchise. That was our inaugural it episode. It is a great franchise. A good trilogy, strong trilogy. Yeah, I'm gonna calm down. I think we should do a quick plot summary, just to make sure that anyone listening can kind of keep track of where things are. Um. And then I think I think we're at this point. We've been recording for a while. This episode's already going to be sloppy. That is how it is. I think we can get into the rating. So the movie opens with Megamind falling to his death. He's falling. Um, yeah, and the, then the classic. You may be wondering how I got myself into this situation. Exactly. What was the, what was the first movie to do that? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Isn't it? Wouldn't that be like? It sounds like a John Hughes film kind of thing. You know, like. No idea who that is. It's the guy who made uh, Breakfast Club. Was it? Mm. Wasn't it? Am I going to look like an idiot? I mean, you at least knew one guy's name. The thing is, I like to watch movies, but I don't like knowing about movies. Dude, people make There's fun of difference. me that I only watch animated movies. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? We're, on, we're only on this earth for like 80 years. Who gives a shit? Dude, now I want to watch fucking Megamind. I'm going to watch Megamind. can we talk about the fact that dinosaurs were on this earth for like a quarter of a billion years and then even though 66 million years have passed since they're around that's like nothing in terms of like how long they were bro we're talking about geologic time scales right now yeah i know it's fucking it's fucking wild dude all right anyway anyway Anyway, they're falling to the death and then Mega Man starts this like narration ha you did it too yeah, we've all said Mega Man at this point. We've ah, all fuck. made the blunder. <laughs> we've, all, we've all made the same blunder. All right, right Mega Mine and Metro Man. They're they're long. They're lifelong rivals. Um, they're orphans sent to Earth from their dying planets, and they're raised on Earth, but very different mm. circumstances. Metro Man is a hero. He's defending the city from Mega Mind's villainous plans. Me- Mega Man. I think it's also important to note that he was brought up in a wealthy family. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very Definitely, important. like what, like, it, even though it's, I suppose it's in Michigan, they have like these really posh East Coast accents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Metro Man is. They're on the. Up. They're on the. They're on the. They're on the eastern coast of Lake Michigan. They're east coast. <laughs> Metro Man is. You know up. that when I was a kid, I thought Martha's Vineyard was named after Martha Stewart. Really? Did you really? Yeesh. Yeah. That doesn't seem super. That makes sense. I don't to know. be honest, I would believe that. But um. I thought it was named after Martha from Martha Speaks. The dog. <laughs> 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 Sorry, didn't mean to. Didn't mean to. 
anyway, Megamind is like the born foe of Me- Metro Man, and mm-hmm. he has a sidekick minion, and yep. they not the yellow guy, not the fish. not the yellow guy, the fish in a fucking like full fridge armor suit, you know. But it also has like gorilla hair on it for some reason. Yeah, why is it hairy? Why is Minion hairy, hairy? man? He's hair. He's David Cross. He's <clears throat> he's hairy. I feel like no, you're a right. Lot of, yeah, that's true. And um, he kills he kills Metro Man in one of the plots, and simultaneously kidnaps Roxanne Richie, and um, he. You know, this is the first time he's beaten Metro Man. You know, they've had countless of... Uh, By the way, Roxanne Ritchie is a news reporter. Yeah, um, she's kind she's of like the person the... who's always kidnapped by Megamind. Yeah. And side yeah. note, she could uh, ruin my life. Um, yeah, she is a dime, dude. Yeah, she, she's got that short hair. Ah. Short hair's good. Anyway, short hair's good. she's animated. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that hasn't stopped you from any other character. The fact that she's animated is not a is not a barrier uh, for you. She's dude. animated. She has those <laughs> hips that go, don't quit. Like, dude, yeah, they gave her yeah. a dumper for no reason. <laughs> no reason. Anyway, Mega Man gets depressed. Uh, Mega Mind, Mega Mind gets depressed um, because he has no rival, and um, he prepares. He to... actually takes over the city, like he's in City he, Hall. He, he has yeah, power. no, there's there's two back to back like rock music montages: a happy one where he's destroying stuff, and then like a sad slow one when he's just like counting money in the Oval Office in a sad way. And for some reason, there's also a museum outside of his office. I... Mm-hmm. Mm, for for yeah. Metro Man, which he should have destroyed immediately, but that's beside the point. Um, anyway, um, but he tries to destroy the Metro Man Museum, but then he sees Roxanne wandering inside, and he takes the holographic disguise of Bernard, who looks like Ben. So if you know Ben, right. that's what he looks like. Again, I will be posting my bite that I once made. Exactly. And the Metro Man Museum looks like the kind of thing that North Korea would make if they had the budget. Oh, 100%. <laughs> And he is temporarily dehydrated um, into a small cube, and Megamind finds himself attracted to Roxanne, which who doesn't? And he uses yeah, he uses the no, form of Bernard to approach her because he's Megamind. Well, she's she in the Bernard, like and like I see, right. I see that. Like, and Bernard looks like Ben, and Ben's a fucking snack. Like, how could you deny let's that? Go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Um, Megamind finds, yeah, and then he gets the idea of creating a new hero to fight, um, from Roxanne. Right, because he's bored of not, he's, he's bored of having all the power and having no one fight him over And he uses Metroman's dandruff to create a superhero, to create his target superhero's powers, but he accidentally injects his, um, uh, Metroman's powers into Hal Stewart. Hal's a 28-year-old incel who... Mm -hmm. You know, like literal incel. A literal incel. No, yeah, no. He's like the he's like the incel. The definition of an incel. And he has a picture of Roxanne, her face like pasted onto a bikini lady's body on a poster on his wall. Like the dude yoidles his doidle every fucking day. Like <laughs> yoidles his doidle. <laughs> like he jays his d. Like you cannot yeah. deny that. I mean, look, nothing wrong with Jane. There's nothing wrong with Jane. In, in moderation. In moderation. But fucking Hal's doing it twenty four fucking seven to Roxanne and Roxanne only. Like he's in a committed relationship. Dude, Jang is the to Roxanne. 
and yeah, it's not healthy. Um, and you know, he gets his superpowers, but he thinks he gets stung by a bee, and then, um, you know, yada yada yada. Um, yeah, he basically becomes evil with the, with Metro Man's superpowers, and Mega Mind sort of assumes the good guy role. Yeah, and Mega Mind falls in love with Roxanne, and but they, in the skin of Bernard, and exactly. then she eventually finds out it's him. But she dumps have, him. She's like, I would like, never be Roxanne's with you. Really in love with him too. It's not one sided, which is very dude. Bizarre. Yeah, no, that's why this is the trope. They're the trope of enemies <clears throat> to friends. <laughs> They're the blueprint. Dude. They're the blueprint, dude. <laughs> anyway oh, and then she yeah. has the moment where she like breaks up with him and she's like why would i ever be with you and that's the moment where you can feel for both megamind and yeah Roxanne and well because the you thing know is, is that she hurting. breaks up with him as soon as his bernard, bernard disguise turns off yeah yeah which is yeah. racist which is, by the way that's that's tough well, that's I because mean, that's that's the discrimination megamind's been facing his entire to be life. fair put yourself in her shoes if you were kissing someone and you closed your eyes and then you and there was again, someone else was someone, yeah no that's absolutely reasonable oh i'm sorry and blue do you want to elaborate on that please no, no 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 from her from her experience you're kissing someone and you open your eyes and it's not the person you thought you were kissing that's like not consensual no not that's only is problem. it not the person you were kissing it's someone who has kidnapped you multiple times right that's a problem mm, and so okay. that it's i think it's reasonable so be blue. Yes, he <laughs> happens to be blue. <laughs> um, but yeah, then they have a falling out of sorts. Hal sort of turns evil with his powers, kidnaps Roxanne. He's like, why don't you love me? I have superpowers now. You're supposed to love me. And then he abandons her at the top of the tower, but she somehow still makes it to her date with Bernard, a.k.a. Megamind. With crazy I don't understand hair and that. Huge I don't forehead. know. I don't know how she still made that date. Her hair looks great on that date, dude. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> dude, but one of the, glad, one of the... glad you remember what an animated character's hair looked like on a single scene. But one of the notes that I had... comments on it in the scene. One of the notes that I had was, like, Roxanne's been through so much with, like, that traumatic experience with Titan and mm -hmm. figuring out that like the person she's been dating for god knows how long like months probably is actually megamind mm -hmm. her like lifelong like harasser like yeah. good god like you've got to be like no that's fucked up and i think this is, it's like um it's really just a reflection of how like in this movie unfortunately roxanne deserves better she yeah. instead of being like a full character, it's kind of she's just like a plot device that things yeah, happen to. Yeah, she's just Mega Man's object of desire. She has no yeah. other purpose in the film. And it's kind of disappointing to see that, to be honest. That is a shortcoming, I think. I might have mentioned this earlier, but I think the film would have been a lot better if uh, she was the one that got powers. Instead yeah, of I think it would be cooler if she got power. If she got the powers instead, dude, of if she got powers, like, Mega Man would be dead. Like, you'd basically have to rewrite the whole second half of the movie, or maybe the whole second two-thirds of the movie, but I think it'd be better. It could be done. No, yeah. But, um, anyway, Hal and Megamind get in the fight. Semi-over Roxanne, but also over just, like, the roles that they play in, um, Metro City. Metrocity. Metrocity, sorry. And, um... Yeah, they fight, and then, like, Minion gets pretty hurt, but then he's fine at the end. Minion and Megamind have a falling out. I mean, look, I think it's Mega Man's right to get dumb. 
I don't think minions should have stopped him. Mm-mm. I think that was. A oh, <laughs> it's his right to get dome. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not in the <laughs> like the creepy way that he is, but minion was not within his rights to like. I think I don't know. I think Minion is a little justified. Minion, Minion was like, looking hey, out for him, but like he's I like, get "Hey, it. you're losing sight of the vision right like, now." Like if I was in Mega Man's shoes and Ben Ben tried to stop me, I'd be like, "Hold up, Ben! Like, stay." Let out. me get in the invisible car. <laughs> By the way, I have one thing to say about the invisible uh, invisible car, the invisible car, and this mm-hmm. really pissed me the fuck off. So at the end of the movie, they're fighting. He has to get into the invisible car to get the little D super refire gun or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Mega uh, <clears throat> Roxanne sees it from like a hundred yards away. Mm-hmm. Met uh, Titan, who was three feet away, uh, like thirty seconds later, does not see it. Yeah, and also what he's is? supposed to have like super sight and super yeah, because he's stalking Roxanne. Well, he also has like, right, because he's using his he's using his supervision to stalk Roxanne. You're right. Dude, yeah. using so his what gives, fucking writers? super schlong to fucking pine over Roxanne. No, I bet he has a micro penis. Micropinus. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the ancient Greek city of Micropinus. <laughs> uh, the dude's an incel. The dude yeah, has, that's all there is to it. This is why I don't work hard at the gym. Like I go to the gym most days, you know, not to flex, but um, like, but I don't work hard. And that's because you don't work hard. Hal tries his hardest, and he looks like a fucking god. To get Roxanne, who's a dime, and mm-hmm. couldn't get her. And I'm like, why? Because he's trying? a creep. Because he's a yeah. sicko. He's a sicko? You think so? I think Hal no, he's a weird Yeah, he's pervert. a sicko. He's he's like way too possessive. He's just like, yo, that's my girlfriend. Talking about his co-worker and also someone who has explicitly stated but he he's hired not romantically a wedding photographer. Yeah, he's a sicko. I don't know. There's no two ways about it. He also like... I don't know. He's the kind of guy who's like really physical about it, and like that's all he gives. Yeah, and he about. gets so ma- he gets like he doesn't deal with rejection well. He just like retaliates whenever things don't go his way. It's just yeah. it's just not. The man good. is a walking red flag. Well, yeah, but Ben, Andy, if I invited you over to my house and I invited a wedding photographer, would you guys be freaked out? No. Who's getting married? Yeah, I guess, I mean, like, I feel like people who are wedding photographers also do other photography, so I wouldn't be too freaked out. Okay, okay. So he, he's he's within his rights in the beginning of the movie. I don't remember him inviting a wedding He's like, hey, I got but... a bouncy castle, I got a gallon of dip, I got a Oh, wait, dip. I thought that line was so funny where he's like, oh, hell, stupid, stupid, women don't like bouncy castles, they, they love clowns! clowns. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> that was so funny, dude. And it's just like one example of like I feel like the yeah. humor of this the film actually did like, deliver. Like, oh, I don't really want to go to your party. I don't like I don't like being around people. And uh, he says something like, "Oh, I only invited you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of sweet. Like if someone invited me to a party and it was just me, I'd be like, "Oh, so I'm the party?" Like, <laughs> oh my god. I guess, but I don't know. I mean, clearly, I feel like the relationship they had made it no, no, it was such that like, like it was it was supposed to be purely platonic, but um, mm-hmm. which I think Roxanne anyway. Made clear. Should we finish the plot? Because we were doing a plot yeah. run. Yeah. Megamind saves the day by pretending to be Metro Man, with but his then big dome. 
He, flex, he flexes his calves in a sexually assertive way. He tries to pretend to be Metro Man, but then uh, Titan figures him out, and then he no, has to... No, the first to... time, it's Minion pretending to be Metro Man, right? No, no, it's Minion, pretending no, to be, Minion uh... is pretending to be Megamind, oh, and Megamind right, right, pretending right, right, right. to be Metro Man, yeah. because Titan would listen to Metro Man because he's afraid of him. But then Titan figures him out, and so he has to save the day as Mega Man. Or Mega Mind, mm, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Mega Man, um, fake ass. We have all made that mistake at least three I've times. You should just title this episode Mega Man. Yeah, we should. Bro, I'm drunk as shit. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm pacing right now. I can't even sit. I'm like, ben, this is like, this is the mode that you get in. We would do that thing where we just walk around the house turning on, lights on and off and talk about communism, you know? We have really lost track. Here. All right, all right, I think right. we we need to get into ratings because it's been all an right. hour and seven. We finish. Minutes. We just got to finish the plot summary. We just got to go real. We got to push. We got to push. We got to push. No, no, they no. save the day. Save the he day. kisses Roxanne. Hal go, loses his powers because they it put the gun. It ends on them all dancing like they every put, animated movie of this. They era. put the gun in his nose. Like it's time for ratings. It's really. Andy, it's truly time for ratings. Andy, give us a rating. Good slop or bad slop? I think it's good slop. It's not a perfect movie by any means, but it goes down smooth. Okay, sure. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to concur with Andy here. I think it's good slop. It's a funny movie. Um, the models are strange, but the animation makes up for it a little bit. The sound design is good. The soundtrack's good. The comedy is good, both in dialogue and visual gags. I think the pacing is really strong. It keeps it keeps things moving. It doesn't dwell on any one part of the movie for too long. Um, so it really goes by quickly. It's like a quick 80 minutes or however long it is. Um, 135. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's a quick movie, but it, it, every scene does what it needs to do, and it moves on to the next scene. I thought that Wait, was it's nice. It's not 135. It's an hour and 35. My bad. Yeah. Uh, the comedy, I don't think it blows you away, but it's not bad by any means. It still gave me a chuckle here and there um, with certain gags and dialogue. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a solid good slot for me. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's a solid fucking good slop. It's no Kung Fu Panda. It's nowhere no, close to DreamWorks best film. But they do a fucking good job. And, you know, they have a solid um, voice cast. They have a solid plot. Um, it's very, it's unique, you know, but they play a, a, a very common trope in a unique way. And I'm I'm all for it. Um, and they're the blueprint for enemies to lovers. There's no other way to put it. Exactly. That one YouTuber. That one YouTuber. Shout out. Hey, can you I, can I exactly mention one right. other note that I took? Did you yeah. see the Mega Mind Obama posters? I did. Yeah. No, you can't. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah shit like that. Obama's poster. Should yeah. Have been that. It really just. I think the moral of this story goes to show that like. A lot of people, just based on like how society, I know I'm saying the big S word, how society views them, like they can be really kind at heart, but because people have their prejudices and their certain ways of, of viewing the world and thinking about things, they can send people on a tougher path in life and send them to a quote-unquote evil life, even though they really are a good person at heart. And I think uh, this movie should make the viewer reflect on how they... Um, see themselves in these larger structures and how they could perhaps change it so that people with kind hearts really do prevail at the end. The message I got out of it was uh, deceptive relationships can, build, can still be successful if you beat up a superhero. That's the same message I got, Andy. <laughs> well, I guess we got different things out of this movie, but 
Yeah, I think it's a three for three. It's a good slop. It's a good around. slop trio. Yeah, it's it's again. A fun movie. DreamWorks has done it. Has DreamWorks even gotten a single bad slop rating from us? I don't think so. You, I mean, you you gave you gave Over the Hedge a bad slop. Oh, I did. I did. I, oh no, I liked Over the Hedge. Come it's on, it's a bad well, slop movie. It, it, it no, tried I its think best. Yeah, it's better I, than any of the fucking Madagascar sequels, that's for sure. That's me? untrue. Excuse Take me? that back right Take that fucking, fucking now. Back. The only good Madagascar movie is the first one. Are you fucking no, serious? Penguins? Penguins of Madagascar? Are you kidding? Dude, me? Madagascar 3? I'm talking about the main trilogy. I've never seen Penguins of Madagascar. Madagascar 2 is a fuck. It's like Shrek 2. No, it's, it's not. It's fucking best Madagascar. Whoa, Madagascar whoa, 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 whoa. Weren't you just <laughs> saying Shrek 2 was the worst Shrek? Hold the phone, Sandro. You can't Bro, just double back like this. Hell. Society rates Madagascar. It's a fucking society. Best <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing the big S word around. Um, 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 society turned me into the Joker because someone told me Madagascar escaped to Africa is bad. Um, 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 go to my Joker bed, moment. Ben. My Joker moment was hearing Alec Baldwin as like the, ti- the, the, the other tiger guy in Madagascar, too. God, yeah. I only have one thing to say to that. I like to move it, move. Oh my I like to move it, move. Did you know that Sasha Baron Cohen? I like as King Julian. Move it. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Only in the first movie. Oh, is it only in the first one? Only in the first one. Who played Mort? Uh, great question. I don't know, but they deserve a raise, whoever they are. All right, boys. Well, this was a this was a blast for me, but I'm gonna bounce. This this was a blast. Hey, what do you want to plug? Let's hear it. Just follow me on Twitter at a underscore space underscore person. Uh, I post weird slop. He was weird slop, and he loves the Marvel franchise, guys. Remember yep, that. Yeah, you're a big MCU fan. That's all we know MCU. about you, really. Well, I don't know who you are. I know you love Thor 2, Dark World, or whatever it's specifically, called. Specifically, I really love shipping like the various elves in the background together. I give them their own names, and then I write like really... Really intensely erotic fan fiction about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sandro, you got anything to say? Bro, I got plenty of I got plenty to say, but all I gotta say to our fans is that like I'll see you next episode. Like I'm so excited. Thank you for sticking around. Um is our yeah, tenth thanks for having me on, boy. Thank you so much for joining. Dude, Dude, I had a great time. We this was a great ninth episode. Andy, we'd love to have you again. Like yeah, I would love to be on again. Just hit me up. This is a blast. It's. I feel like it's so much of of a more either productive or unproductive episode when we have a guest. Uh, yeah. No. I think. I think three is really the number to hit. Yeah. Three is so nice. But um. Anyway. Yeah. I'm Ben. I'm signing off. All right. I'm Sandro. I'm. You know. I gotta go. Buzz going, and I'm gonna log off. And night, night, everyone. Good night. Night. night.